yeah, B-Talabangers. This is James Enfield from B-Talica, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Yeah! This is Jeremy Edge. This is Ryan Hope from the band Candlelight Red, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Bobby Blotzer from Rat here, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks with John Caddick. It's the best. Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John. The Iron City Rocks podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting Pittsburgh's rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues music scene. In episode 60, we're going to find out a little bit more information about the band that won the Guitar Center competition to open for Kiss at the First Niagara Pavilion on July 29th, which is this coming Thursday. The band is out of Central PA. They're called Candlelight Red. So we had a chance to sit down with a few members of the band and talk about Uh, exactly what they're going to be bringing to the table. But before we get into the interview, let's check out their first single called Closer.
like to welcome to the show from the band Candlelight Red. We have Ryan and Jeremy. How are you doing today, guys? Hey, doing good. Good, man. Awesome. Great. I wanted to introduce you guys kind of the Pittsburgh market. Um, you guys uh, kind of won a pretty coveted slot coming up this Thursday, the 29th, at First Anchor Pavilion, which is in Burgettstown, for all intents and purposes, Pittsburgh. You're going to be opening for uh, kind of my idol. Anybody who's listening to the show knows I'm a huge Kiss fan. So this is kind of a perfect opportunity because people love to kind of know the band when they go out to the show. So let's introduce the world to Candlelight Red, specifically Pittsburgh. Can you guys give me a little background on what it is you do and how you came to be a band? Sure. Um, you want me to start, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, yeah. Um, well, basically... Um, you know, uh, me, myself, and the bass player and drummer started jamming about two years ago. Um, the bass player and drummer were in a band called Stepped On years ago uh, together, and um, they wanted to form a new band, and my band had just broken up. So we started jamming, started jamming on some old classics, and started writing some tunes, and everything kind of clicked. And uh, I auditioned a few singers, did a little gigging, and then uh, last year we uh, stumbled across Ryan, who was kind of actually an old friend from my old band's hometown and uh, tried him out and he just, he just blew us away and we started writing immediately things clicked and uh, just finished a, a demo EP and uh, we've been trying to promote the band and I get the band seen live. And you guys are from, where's so here? I know you're from Pennsylvania, but where, what do you have kind of like a hometown or are you guys kind of split up a little bit? We're kind of spread out all over. I live in Williamsport, and uh, Ryan and our bass player live in Elkland, PA, which is close to the New York state border, and our drummer lives near uh, Sunbury, PA. But uh, we play all over. We do a lot of Western PA, Dubois, Johnstown, uh, kind of areas surrounding Pittsburgh. We do some stuff in Maryland and New York states, um, a little bit everywhere around the Upper East Coast. Yeah, I saw, um, I, I don't know who scheduled all your gigs, but I see you, you're playing Kiss in Burgertown on Thursday and, and Friday you're in Ocean City. Is that correct? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting call. Are you ready for that drive, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, you're going to have to get some uh, Red Bull and get, get on the road as soon as you get off stage <laughs> pretty much to make that one. Um, can, can you kind of describe the sound of the band? I mean, is or maybe who your influence is. When you guys said you were jamming on some old classics, what? You know, you guys are a little bit younger than I am. What what, what constitutes a classic? Oh, I mean, we have a pretty diverse amount of influences. Like, our bass player, Adam, like, I think one of his first bands, he was in a a funk band. And they uh, had, uh, did, like, a funk and disco. And he has also a huge metal background. He's probably the... Mm -hmm. Uh, also the biggest metalhead. He listens to a lot of hard, hard stuff, um, mm -hmm. harder stuff than we do. So, um, uh, like funky fingers and a, a good screaming voice. <laughs> and uh, and our drummer is a big fan of Tommy Lee, and he's a big fan of the Rev from Avenged Sevenfold. Um, mm -hmm. He likes he likes uh, drummers that are straight ahead rock, and he likes some of the metal guys too. Um, myself, oh. I like a little bit of everything. Blues, classic rock, eighties rock, new metals. I mean just just about everything under the sun. Uh maybe Ryan would like to talk about his vocal influences. I you probably know your own influences better than I do. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, I mean I got I got a lot of the same influences I guess as Josh does. Uh I get in some of the some of the older stuff too. I guess I guess the 
classics are still the classics. I don't think there's, I don't think there's such thing as a new classic, is there? They're <laughs> um, <laughs> being a little shy of those lately. Yeah, uh, exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I guess uh, soil work. I get into some of the heavier stuff too, but I get in a lot of lighter stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got you you kind of steer away from the screamo stuff for the most part, or is that part of your repertoire as well? I noticed with a single poster, it doesn't seem to be much in the way of screaming. No, I mean, we, if we do some of that, we do it, you try to do it very tastefully. You know, I feel like if you do, like, the whole song and you're screaming, it's kind of like you're on 10 the whole song, so there's no really emotion or dynamics to that. So, um, you know, there's a couple of songs in our demo where there's a little bit of that, but we want to make sure it's done tastefully so that, you know, that it doesn't feel like you're just coming at the lift there full force the whole time. Yeah, yeah, give it some space to breathe. Um, the video for Closer, uh, is that directed by um, somebody local? or is, uh, I found it to be a very good video. I mean, for a, a band that isn't on a major label, per se, uh, you know, when I watch the video, I absolutely love the, when you're laying on the floor kind of dead, and I don't want to give away the video for those who haven't seen it, but <laughs> the, your reflection is singing. You know, I was like, that is a really cool effect. Is that um, a local thing? Yeah, there's a guy um, we're friends with named Wade Spencer. I've been friends with him for about 10 years, and we've, you know, met actually doing, you know, photography and video for my old band, and we started exchanging ideas and stuff, and he's done a few uh, videos and stuff. He did one for Under the Flood, um, but uh, he's, you know, you know, we basically did it for, like, zero budget. Um, we just found a couple locations, came up with a storyboard, and kind of printed it on paper and uh and then ryan kind of set to work finding like all the locations and borrowing some vehicles and stuff like that which mm-hmm. kind of get us uh you know to a little bit of trouble a little bit of a controversy i could say yeah the uh the cop car in the opening sequence we borrowed it from the township and i guess there was some some people in the in the township we borrowed it from that weren't weren't happy with the fact that we used their, their police vehicle, and uh, huh. like there was there were some talks of suing the band and everything else. But we had uh, we had a lot of people on support on Facebook. Pretty much, uh, I don't know if I guess you could call it kind of a just an open position that you know they they just kind of forgot about it once they seen how many people, how many how many taxpayers were actually okay with this. So yeah. Yeah, there were more ultimately more people behind the band than there were people who were had something to complain about. So, you know, yeah. we used, you know, there was a little bit of controversy because the talk of the town because we were using state vehicles and there was the whole thing of you know Ryan in the video gets gets shot and supposedly killed and and he's still kind of aware in the body is kind of what we're depicting with the mirror scene. So that kind of freaks some people out, too, <laughs> kind of. But, uh, you know, ultimately we we ended up getting, like, thousands of hits on YouTube just in a matter of days <laughs> so, because of it. So it only helped us. <laughs> exactly. Bad press, is, bad press is still good press, you know. Exactly. Um, let's talk about, if we can, how you came to get this coveted slot, um, you know, covering the Pittsburgh music scene as much as I do, I know that was a pretty sought-after competition that Kiss had kind of done with Guitar Center. Um, basically, was win the opportunity to open a show on this you know, hottest show on earth or whatever they're building this tour as. How did you guys get in the running, and what what was the process to, you know, the point where you're going to be walking on stage Thursday night 
opening for this guy. Uh, I forget who sent us the link and told us, you know, somebody sent sent a link to the contest, and I said, well, you know, we never do, you know, these online contests. Let's just give it a shot. So he filled out all the information, and uh, we just started posting it on our Facebook and MySpace pages and just started telling friends and and just told them to, you know, share it with their friends and family and coworkers. And it just kind of spread like a virus. You know, you would look at your friends' pages, and then you'd look at their friends' pages, and everybody's just reposting this link and saying, hey, vote for Candlelight Red. So, you know, it just it just really grew overnight into, like, an army of people that just kept voting for us. And um, it was it was spread like wildfire, so that just goes to show you how powerful the the internet and social networking can go. You know, we also did cell phones too. I mean, we call up people and text them and say, "Hey, forward this text to all your contacts and just tell everyone you know to to get us in the contest." And we uh, um, managed to managed to take it on. Excellent. Uh, did you find yourself, I mean, with like Facebook fans, like a, a whole plethora of new Facebook fans and things like that as a result of this, did this bring you some notoriety just being, you know, you guys were the front runner almost from day one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think I think we did. I think I saw a lot of new faces just because people were telling their friends about, about us. And in some cases, that was the first time they'd ever heard about Candlelight Red was because of this contest. So I, I think it definitely did bring like a, a few hundred new fans to, you know, to check us out. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, when I went to the page to look at the entrance, which I, I have to admit, I do not vote because there are many of those bands have been on the show and I don't want to vote for one and <laughs> exactly. pick off another. But I was like, Candle I Red, I don't recognize the name, but then I go and look at these guys who got a killer MySpace page and great music. So um, very deserved was... Was it kind of just whoever got the most votes won, or was there a sort of like that got you into round two, sort of weeding out, or how did that? You know, I don't really know. Uh, the top five bands uh, got in the finals, and supposedly uh, Kiss themselves and all their management, supposedly they were supposed to pick, but um, it just happened. I mean, we got the most plus number of votes, and um, we got got picked. Uh, as far as I know, they were supposed to judge, you know, the, the whole the whole package, which we thought, you know, a lot of the bands that got in the top slot there, you know, were really good and did a great job promoting themselves. Um, and I think we've talked to just about everybody in, like, the top six slots, and everybody was really cool and congratulated us. And, uh, and we hope, and we're very honored that we got picked and don't take it for granted, and we hope, you know, we can represents, you know, PA very well and, and do a good job and uh, make everybody proud on Thursday. Now, will this be, uh, I know you guys are doing um, some some larger shows this summer. Is this going to be kind of your first time in front of an audience of this size? Uh, it, it definitely is for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about I with, with, yeah, with this lineup, I'd say, yeah, I mean, I'd say the only second largest thing I did was like Rolling Rock Town Fair 2004. We were like the first band at like 10 a.m. and it was raining. <laughs> there was like 5,000 people there. That was pretty crazy. But I think this is going to be over the top and like just way beyond anything. You know, I know the other two guys have played some big shows for, but this is definitely the biggest and or the biggest name. I mean, it doesn't. You don't get much bigger name than Kiss. I mean, they're 
legends, you know, they've yeah. invented, invented mm-hmm. the rock and roll stage show, the pyrotechnics, you know, and the whole marketing, marketing a band like a, a business and putting their name on everything from, you know, it used to be just pop stickers and t-shirts. Kiss has everything from coffee mugs to coffins. <laughs> you don't get better than that, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I know that when they were in Pittsburgh in December, they had actually come here on their fall tour as well, the Alive 35 tour. And I, I would say I was in the arena, and there were probably at a minimum eleven or twelve thousand people in that arena. Um, and the amphitheater actually holds more people, and they've been very wise and I think very aggressive at making tickets very cheap, and also letting kids under was it fourteen for free. Yeah, I heard that, and um, I think they had lawn seats on sale for a while. Um, I think that's going to be over the top because I think Kiss is really going out of their way to to reach out to everybody to to have a, a place that's going to be friendly enough to include everybody that would want to come and and not yeah. give them an excuse to not go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, that's a uh, that's a can miss. So you guys will be uh, doing that show, and then you're going to be doing another um, bigger festival. Can you remind me again which festival that was you're doing? I know it was with Avenged Sevenfold and some other really big names this summer. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing... Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, it's the, uh, the Rockstar Energy Drink Up For Festival. And, okay. uh, the Scranton PA, the uh, Montage Mountain. Uh, who's all there? Disturbed, Avenged Sevenfold, Stone Sour, Hailstorm. Uh, hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. You guys will be right at home, and I think that's that's you know you you guys are going to be in your sweet spot with that audience. You've got uh, you know probably a lot of younger fans and a great opportunity to get on stage with a guy I killed the team with Avenged Sevenfold. I think that's going to be an incredible tour. Yeah, um, that's yeah, yeah. going to be a brush. <laughs> um, our drummer is a huge Avenged Sevenfold fan, and uh, me and him actually went down with some friends last February to to see them in Maryland, and uh. Uh, and when he heard about the Rev, like he just uh, he went out and got the uh, the death bat on his back tattooed with the oh. Rev's um, um, hair on it. So it's like the Rev and the de- death bat on his back. So he's he's pretty stoked to be uh, sharing the same build as Enchilada and Say Louis. Yeah, I mean, especially since the drummer slots open. Apparently, you know, I mean, Mike Portnoy obviously of Dream Theater is going to be filling in, which. For my money, might be the best drummer on earth. No offense to yours, but um, you know that's I believe just a temporary gig. So you know, you know. Yeah, he did a bang up job from what we've heard of the track so far. Like it's, I mean, he did definitely channeled the Rav, and it's it sounds like they're throwing down. Excellent. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day. I know you guys have got a million things to prep for um, traveling and a whole bunch of gigs this. Uh, I know um, you can check out your MySpace page. It's myspace.com forward slash candlelight red. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. You can actually check so, out candlelightred.com as well. It'll, it'll actually link you okay. to our Facebook and our MySpace. Great. Yeah, all our links are easy to. It's all like, all our links are like slash candlelight red, uh, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. It's really easy to find. Awesome. And for those who aren't made, able to make it to the Thursday night show, I know you're doing at least one show in Johnstown. Which is not that far outside of Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, yeah, so definitely. Plenty of chances to see you guys uh, all summer long. So I want to thank you guys uh, for coming on the show. Well, thank you hey, so much for having us. No problem.
that was medicated from Candlelight Red. You can find more information out about the band at candlelightred.com. Again, they'll be opening for KISS this Thursday night, July 29th at the First Niagara Pavilion. Going to be a great night for rock. If you're not interested in going to see KISS, you can also check out Adler's Appetite, Stephen Adler's band. We'll be coming to the Hard Rock Cafe on that same night. If you go to ironcityrocks.com and click on podcast, I had a uh, wonderful opportunity to speak to Stephen about a week and a half ago, uh, and that interview is up there in episode 59. So two great ways to get some rock music. And then the following night, you have a chance to see Ted Nugent at the uh, Station Square Amphitheater. So uh, no shortage of great music coming to the Pittsburgh in the next couple of weeks. So hope you enjoy the show. Uh, you can find more information about us again at ironcityrocks.com. We'd appreciate any feedback you might like to give us either using the contact link or uh, using the iTunes feedback form would be great. Uh, there's links to logo t-shirts and uh, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, all that good stuff on the website. So we'd appreciate you following us, letting us know what you think. Any comments or criticisms would be appreciated. So until next time, I hope you enjoy the show. The Motor City Madman. With a data, rip it out. I got me a rock and roll band. It's a fever all. Friday, July 30th, the Trip Total Media Amphitheater at Station Square. Ted Nugent. The Nugent's Loose. Tickets for Ted Nugent are on sale now. Get them at all Ticketmaster or watch Ticketmaster.com or call 1-800-745-3000. Presented by Trusty Entertainment and Pittsburgh Concert Group.